0: what was that Uh, (laughs) it was like one of those it was like one of those burps that just crawls out your mouth yeah yeah
1: this is the trt community podcast where we discuss all things testosterone what's going on i'm brandon founder of the trt community host of all things testosterone i'm here with ian hey ian Hello, Brandon. So two in a row. I think it may be a little too early to say we're back, but I'm going to go ahead and say we're back. Telling everybody we're back. Um, We are patients helping patients. We've got a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash TRT community. Basically, if you're on the fence, if you need data, if you want to talk to other guys that are experiencing similar symptoms, if you want to know more about testosterone replacement therapy, how to get started, how to how to find a doctor, anything like that, check that out. Um, you can check out the website, testosteronepodcast.com. We've got uh, some doctors up there that can help you. We just we want to hold your hand and, and help you out.
0: 25,000 members. Somebody somebody out there shares the same struggle that you do or has the same questions that you do Definitely. or has been through something similar to what, what you're going through. Yep. For sure.
1: So I'm actually blocked from using parts of Facebook right now. Did you see my post?
0: I did see your post. What What? the hell?
1: So, (laughs) so whenever I try, I I can't, and this has been going on since yesterday. I can't reply to someone's comment, but I can comment. Sometimes it'll let me like a post. Sometimes it won't. It's just, I get this message that says you can't comment right now to prevent any misuse. We limit how often you can do certain things on Facebook. Looks like you hit one of our limits. I don't know what they're talking about. I maybe commented 10 times yesterday. Right. I mean, maybe. And that, that you know, I don't, I don't know what it is, except there was this one guy named Charlie Doran. Did you see any of this stuff going on with him
0: yesterday? I saw that you nuked him, but.
1: Yeah. And, and so to be perfectly clear, I only nuked him. I only blocked him from the group after he left the group. He left on his own. I didn't want oh. him coming back. So then I blocked him. But someone said, uh, who sells the best at-home lab testing kits? Just a That's all they said, just a post in the group. And I said, I was the first to respond, and I just said, nobody, period. And he came on and, and started talking, you know, no need to spread false news, bro. And so basically I tried to clarify with him <laughs> that – uh, the
0: moderator here, right uh, my group.
1: <laughs> I tried to clarify you know to him that I didn't mean that they weren't available. I meant that we had tried some on this show. They didn't go well, and from a customer service perspective, none of them to me in my opinion, to which I am entitled, Trump just going into to LabQuest and and getting it done there, LabCore not LabQuest what is is LabQuest even a thing? <laughs> I don't really think I think I'm thinking of uh map No, to go to LabCorp and get it done, you know, there in twenty seconds, rather than the forty-five minutes we put Kevin through back a year and a half ago trying to stab himself in the finger twenty times. Oh yeah. And so Forgot about that. <laughs> he uh he kept going and basically uh there was another thread where he posted something about somebody said, you know, my clinic said HCG is going away. Uh, he said, any reputable clinic will always be able to get you HCG. And I just said, you know, perhaps you should listen to the podcast in a couple of weeks when we interview the president of the Alliance for Pharmacy Compounding to understand the very, yes, real, did see this. The very yeah. real threat, you know, the chapter 795 poses. And so that's really all that happened. There weren't any, you know, any additional words exchanged. There weren't messages exchanged. He just... He was. We were both a little bit out of shape. I thought he was a little condescending. And then I went back and started reading a lot of his posts from before yesterday. And I just didn't really like his vibe. And uh, that's it. I didn't do anything. But then uh, I went back in and couldn't find him. And so I thought maybe he blocked me. And so when I thought maybe he blocked me, I said, you know, you're not going to just block the admin of the group. So I went ahead and blocked him and then found out that he had not blocked me. Yet. He actually had left the group. So... Very well, good riddance. Um, hate to lose a, a member, but you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Don't bring that energy.
1: <laughs> so that that being said, um, USP proposed changes for compounded medications. Have you seen anything about this?
0: Uh, yes. Uh, someone sent me some information, but I haven't had a chance to review that yet. Good.
1: I, I wanna talk, So I want to talk some about it now, but next week I am interviewing the president of the Alliance for Pharmacy Compounding, Scott Brenner. And so I want to leave plenty of meat on the bone, you know, for him to explain, but I'll say this, the way that I understand it is that the USP is the United States Pharmacopeia. They're the agency that sets standards for drug substances, um, and that includes compounded medications. They're not a regulating body, per se, but the FDA does adopt most of their standards. So basically they are an entity that says, hey, this is what should be done, kind of like a consultant. This is what should be okay. done. And then the FDA says, yep, we like it. So back so, to so
0: quasi-bureaucratic, like yeah, not yeah. F- a federal, like a, formally federal government entity, but exactly someone they trust their opinion okay yeah it's it's
1: uh you know a situation where they're not they're not one thing on paper but they're essentially doing that thing gotcha so back in September, the u s p published a revised proposed change to chapters seven nine five and seven nine seven specifically, those relate to non sterile and sterile compounding medications, so what they wanting to do uh, they call it a BUD, a bud. That's a beyond use date. Basically, a beyond use date is the last date a compounded product can be used safely. And and currently, it's based on manufacturer recommendation, published clinical literature, and limits set by the USP themselves. So that that published published clinical literature is kind of key here. Um, the proposed changes to seven nine five. Well, 795 itself has more to do with capsules, creams, eardrops, lozenges, suppositories, things that may go in your body, but don't put you at risk like an injection would um, you okay. know, of infection. And then 797 is the internal medications. They're the ones that have to be sterile. So a capsule doesn't have to be sterile for you to for you to ingest it, but an injection, a vial does. So these are things like IV medication, sub-Q and IM injections, eye drops, even wound care products, things like that. Gotcha. So we're just talking about the 797, the sterile medications. There's there's two categories right now. There's a category one, um, which basically has a shorter BUD, you know, maybe 30 days. And then there's a uh, category two, which is more controlled. The environment in which they're manufactured is more controlled and, and requires a little bit more proof that they're going to be safe to use, you know, for that 180 days. So you've got the category ones where it's 30 days, category twos, where you can extend it, you know, potentially up to 180 days. And right now they're allowing these pharmacies to extend these dates up to 180 days, using things like some testing, environmental testing, and obviously they're making sure things are sterile, but they're using a lot of literature. Uh, objective science and saying, hey, based on the past, this this works. And the USP says, yeah, we agree. They're wanting to make it to where um, there's a new category, Category 3, and you have to do one or a combination of the following. If you want that 180-day BUD, which we all do for things like HCG, right? You don't right. want HCG totally. that, you know, you. That's only good for 30 days. So you have to do a combination of um, terminally sterilize, which is a heat process. You can't can't terminally sterilize everything. It just doesn't work that way. Uh, It'll kill it. Um, Sterility testing or freeze it. So obviously those three things won't work for every medication. Right. So they're, they're making it really difficult. The sterility testing, by the way, costs upwards of 30 grand per batch to perform oh yeah and the bud clock <coughs> starts as soon as they manufacture it and then that they, was, yeah they have to do all these testings after the fact
0: that was my question i sort of i felt like maybe i was like uh it was gonna be a dumb question but like it's okay you, yeah. you answered it yeah i thought maybe you know as soon as it's handed over to the patient Nope. The clock that, starts then because the patient could then, once it's handed over, inject. You know, put a needle in it, and boom, it's yeah. It's so it's sterile anymore. That but, would
1: be more like uh, similar to a shelf life, which is different than a bud because it it's not about okay. when it becomes unsterile. It's about how stable it is mm-hmm. from the time it's manufactured. So. Some of these tests can take 30 or 60 days themselves. So you're really taking, you know, 180 days and making it 90, 60 to 90 days based on all these testings. And the pharmacy has to spend 30 grand in testing per batch. So w- what does that mean? Obviously mm. that means that they're going to have to make much smaller batches and they're going to have to increase the prices because the $30,000 $30, added on to their, their bottom line there. So I
0: mean, it's and then don't you think a lot of pharmacies, compounding pharmacies, would just say, "Nah, yes. I." Yep, you know, like yep, that's we're not going to bother with that. If these changes go into effect,
1: that's precisely what's going to happen. Um, or let's say half of them say, "No, we can't afford that. We're not going to make manufacture HCG anymore." Well, then the other half that are are going to raise their prices even more because they've cornered the market. You know, exactly. If there's three yeah. pharmacies that are making it in in, the, in all of the Americas we're
0: screwed so yeah that's that and so do you know so do you know what what is dr- like what's driving this what has there been l- like l- legal precedent for cases where compounded drugs cause some sort of medical um, i don't know even what the word i'm looking for so like somebody got really, really sick or really, really infected or something because a compounded drug they injected or took, uh, What what's driving? I can't speak
1: to whether or not there's legal precedent.
0: Maybe that's a question for our well, guy.
1: Yeah, so what, what I can say is that that legal precedent is not what's driving it, and I'm going to leave the cliffhanger what's driving it for Scott to explain to us next week. Okay, I like it. <laughs> but I like it. It's an interesting. It's an interesting little twist. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's Keep all. Your forks. Yes. Dinner. Dinner's coming. Get your. Get your popcorn. So that's all. <laughs> that's all I want to say about that. Um, okay. Did you see? And this is kind of random, but did you see the the guy in the group? This was a while back. Um, that that got the needle stuck in his leg. No. So it was a, it was an ordeal. He was posting on and off throughout the day. He did his uh, quad injection. He, <laughs>
0: like live updating in real
1: time? Yeah, yeah. He presumably uh, broke the needle off in his quad and needed to know if he should go to urgent care, if he should wait, if he should do nothing, if he should try to get it out himself. Uh, and everyone, you know, told him, hey, you should probably go to urgent care. You don't want that foreign body in there, you know, yada, yada. And this was this was all day, probably an entire 24 hour period that he was posting and updating his his post in the group. And uh, come to find out, uh, well, the end result was him. He basically just said, it's not bothering me. I'm just going to leave it. A few hours later, he came back and said, oh, you know what, guys, uh, I didn't realize that they gave me the auto retract syringes at the pharmacy. So it turns out the needle just automatically retracted when I was done plunging. What? <laughs> so, I don't know if you've seen those before, uh, but once you plunge past a certain point, the needle just automatically sucks back up into the syringe. So it was there, not in his. Body. Is it
0: a, like a single use? It is syringe. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's I, I understand what you're talking about. Huh?
1: Yep, sucked it right back up. So false alarm, no needle stuck anywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you make that mistake? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it was interesting
1: to follow along with. So I felt compelled to mention it. (laughs) So we had uh, I've got one or yeah I've got one question that somebody asked in the group. Um, Basically they're asking if um, something's wrong if they're not getting sore while working out lifting weights specifically while they're on TRT. And I I really hate to go with with my science uh, these days, I really like using Ken, but I- I'm going to bro science this and say that you know, based on the science of testosterone aiding in recovery, I think you would still be sore occasionally after a workout, and I think maybe you would be sore less time, but still sore. So maybe this fellow is not working out hard enough, or you know, if you're not right. new, if, if you're not new to working out, you're not necessarily sore every time. So one of those two things, maybe even, you know, sometimes you go through the periods where you don't get sore. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's just kind of a coincidence or work out harder, bro.
0: Yeah. I I just got back into it myself. Um, and this is one of the first times, I don't know how this has happened in like three years of on and off TRT, um, which is part part of the problem, I guess, right there um, of, of aligning a, a workout program such as, you know, I, I CrossFit. Um, don't worry, I'll tell you, you don't have to ask. Um, <laughs> You're vegan now too, and, right? And yeah, and yeah, I'm also vegan. No, not at all. Uh, aligning that with, with TRT and trying to see uh, the benefits from it. And I will say like the soreness, I mean, it, it was there for sure. Um, but, but it seemed to go away pretty quick. And I felt like I could get back into like, I didn't work out on Monday and then couldn't work out until Friday or anything like that. I was just, you know, I could get back in there on Wednesday and be just fine. Like if that was your, your, how you're doing it. Well, whereas before I'd be sore until Friday, have trouble getting up, up and down off the, off the toilet sometimes, you know, if you're doing like, uh, (laughs) uh, squats and things like that. So, um, once you get back, you know, once you get back into it, your muscles are waking up to that. You're like, wow. But yeah, I, I've noticed, I've noticed an improvement in the recovery in the recovery time as far as, um, you know, the delayed onset muscle soreness and things like
1: that. So before, before recently, when was the last time that you did work out hard enough to, to, determine that has it been years
0: it's been it's been a couple years yeah because so like right before right before uh the pandemic yeah started really and i just the gym changed you know their their rules and their guidelines and things like that and and i, and I understand what they had to do in their position but i just like yeah i'm not gonna i'm just not gonna do that so yeah. I, dr- I bailed out of there about uh, you know march 2020 yeah And then just didn't really get back into anything until a couple of weeks ago. So
1: that's interesting because you're, you know, you're a couple of years older now too. So you, in theory would be more sore. So, right.
0: No, it's, it's going, it's, I mean, this is a small sample size of, of a few weeks of, uh, of, you know, recovering from a a tough workout and uh, being able to just get right back in there and yeah. yeah, being older, not doesn't help. Um but I've been I, I've been doing a stretch like a stretch range of motion program too that our, uh the gym gives us access to online. Yeah, uh, it's called ROMWOD. It's pretty it's pretty helpful in terms of just everyday, everyday flexibility, mobility um, to go along with, you know, just being mobile and limber for for the intensity of the workouts. Yeah,
1: very cool. Hey, guess who I talked to for an hour this morning?
0: Um, you got
1: to guess. You got to have one guess at least. I got to have one guess. Yep. Was it our buddy Eric? Nope, nope. Not Eric. Nelson Virgil. Wow. spoke to him for an hour on a on a Zoom call this morning. Uh, about he, about the la- what what's his uh Labs place? Discountedlabs.com. Right. So it, yeah, that was that was part of the conversation and he had reached out back in like November, December and wanted to chat and we just never connected. And uh when I sent the email week before last about this USP HCG change to get people to listen to the online uh webinar, he responded back and said, you know, you might want to share these links as well. They're basically advocate links that we can try to fight this. And so I replied back and said, Hey, you know, we, you wanted to connect. We never did, you know, let's chat. So we talked this morning and, you know, just basically like what's up. And he just wanted to get to know me and, and, you know, commend us on the work we do and the the information that we put out there and chatted a little bit about, um, you know, getting some discounts for his labs to, to get out to RTRT community. And, Talked about, you know, the books that he's written and the one that he's just finished or is about to finish and his plans for those. And, you know, he's um, really the most interesting thing that we talked about. And and I don't know. I mean, I just met this guy today, but he seems super nice. And I guess a little bit of backstory. um, Whenever I started the TRT community Facebook group, there was no other Facebook group that was TRT related, not one that you could find. Well, come to find out, he had one, but he had uh, he had made it secret to where only members could share it with other people. You couldn't search for it. So um, that was a mistake on his part because he could never revert it back to, or well, he, he could eventually, but he wasn't able to quickly revert it back to private where you can search for it and join. And it took him years of fighting Facebook because basically... If you revert a group to secret, huh. if you make it secret and then you start gaining members and then they won't let you go back to private because those those members joined the group under the basis that it was secret and they don't want their friends to know they've joined it in theory. So Facebook says no. Makes he, sense. Yeah, you yeah. can't go secret and then go back to private because people join your group and they don't want people to know whatever. So uh, he eventually was able to get it get it uh, fixed th- through Facebook so the group is private. Uh, I actually don't know what it's called these days. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a good group. It's, it's more advanced, more science based than we are. I, when we were talking, I said, you know, I've always considered myself TRT one Oh one or two Oh one. And you're, you're the, uh, let's go get your PhD now with Nelson, you know, because he's yeah. bio mechanical engineer, engineer by trade, you know, something like that. And he's, he's super, super intelligent. So, um, yeah, so the the most interesting thing that we talked about was um, trying to potentially team up at some point in the future to do what we do, but with a database of doctors that we have vetted and that take medical insurance. So we've both got a database of, of doctors that's, you know, I would imagine several hundred doctors thick uh, or right. deep. <laughs> Uh, between the two of us and you know it might be a good use of resources to compile those and to have one database search function that we um, begin together and go in that direction
0: wow that's incredible and potential future podcast guests oh
1: definitely so yeah sorry that was the basic the the most basic thing we (laughs) talked about was hey let's get some of these lab requisites in the hands of your listeners and also uh let's get you on the show so, yeah, he'll he'll almost definitely be coming on in the near future. So, uh, you know, he he's never reached out to me before. I've never reached out to him before. I, I really stay pretty private in the world of, of TRT um, since his group and then our group, you know, many other groups have, have spawned from those. And we don't collaborate with them very much. And, and we talked a little bit about that. And, you know, I have an issue with guys that are too polarizing, you know, if you're coming in here and you're saying, this is the way, the only way. And I'm so smart. I can tell you what it is. And it's the only thing that's going to work. I I don't, I don't really care to listen to you. I'm more about the, just a a little bit of humility. You know, you may not know everything and and there may be differences in different patients. So get off my dick with all this. This is the only way to do things. And (laughs) I think he shared that same sentiment. So, so we, we, both had been pretty private, and what I had kind of taken over the years as him uh, looking down on you know on us and on our group was more just him being a, a private dude. And so, what I took away from the conversation is that he's he's fairly humble. He's super nice. Um, I really liked him. It was a, a good talk. It was fun chatting with him. And I'm not, I'm not the kind of guy that enjoys talking with people most of the time. But I you know it was a good conversation, and I I hope to work with him in the future.
0: I think those are sentiments I can totally relate to. There's things, you know, that I, I totally get that. This is your baby yeah. or that's his baby or whatever. And he just, right. he wants to have it his own way. Like he doesn't want, yeah, he doesn't want outside voices coming, you know, necessarily yeah. coming in. And and
1: I, I kind of got, I kind of got a different vibe on the phone that it was less that and more. Uh, I want to get the message out there. I'm just a little bit of a recluse, maybe not recluse, but, a, a introvert. yeah, an introvert. And, and he's never picked up the phone and he's got some things that are, that are waiting irons in the fire that are, are just waiting on him to meet the right people and make the right connections. And, you know, based on what I knew of him, that's not, that's not something I would have guessed. I would have guessed that. Uh, you know, I had never talked to him because he was way smarter than me and way more successful than me and helped way more people than me. Uh, so it was, it was just nice to, to kind of begin to understand that, no, you've just got a similar personality to me and you've just kind of kept kept to your own because of your, your introverted. And yeah, it was nice. I, I, I like him.
0: Yeah. It's nice when your perception of someone you're like pleasantly surprised by, what is, what, what is reality versus perception? Yeah. Um, and then meeting someone it it completely uh, flips that flips. What you had is perceived them to be like on, on their head. It's, I like that. Yep. That's good.
1: You got anything going on you want to talk about?
0: Oh uh, no, just, uh, just currently just with my, trt just still i think we talked about it some last week in terms of like uh, i don't know where i'm at um it, you know i know you you were you were, you were telling me hey go you with, with matrix and all of this stuff and i'm like I, I don't know what else it could be because like uh, i'm only on i'm only on testosterone cypionate right now i'm doing 160 a week uh and just recently, you know, got labs done and was uh taking like a half of an AI a week for the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Because my estradiol was too high. Um my total I forgot my total and free was like seven thirty and my free was twenty. Yeah. So decent numbers, Mm -hmm. but I'm wondering, I don't know, I'm I'm wondering if it's just not enough, if I need a higher dose or... um, It's possible. And so uh, that... uh, You know, Rachel uh, offered, you know, she's like, I don't know about getting, you know, we've had this discussion before about HCG and this Kispeptin coming in and um, as a... uh, as an alternative to HCG, but but not as effective. And I, I think, I think Ken's Kenny's told us as much, right? Yeah. yeah. Something that you'd need um, to use several times. So ago. I kind of, I kind of passed that off. I was like, I don't want to introduce that now. I want to, I want to get dialed in on this stuff. Cause I'm still not, I'm just not, it's everything is inconsistent right now. I would say two, maybe three days a week. I'm feeling, I'm feeling the good stuff. I'm having, you know, the anxiety not there that, you know, things are getting better. Depression's going away, you know, Almost motivated.
1: Like you're, like you're entering into a zone after your injection where you start feeling good and then you drop out of it after. Yeah. Days.
0: I want to, you know, I want to go out, you know, I want to tackle the to-do list or, you know, I'm just mo- motivated to get stuff done, have the energy to play with my daughter and hang out with, hang out with the family and interest and stuff. And I'm not, you know moody or whatever and then of course you know the libido it's, it's just it's just so inconsistent yeah. I, and and today was a down day like i inject on mondays and fridays and i don't know it's just I, i'm really i'm kind of at a at a loss for what what's going on like do i need to be do i need to up my dose and yeah 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 so how often do you see Rachel? Do I see her? Uh, I know I, I saw her January 17th, and I'll see her again in, uh, at the end of February, this month, at the end of February. Uh, so was that six weeks, eight weeks, yeah, and yeah that that, roughly?
1: That's pretty often. That, that's not a long time in between visits. You know, my argument for switching from integrative medical to um Kenny at matrix hormones was that integrative, I am a a problem uh, patient. I'm not the, I'm not the guy that you can give 80 milligrams to, and you're going to shoot him up to 1400 and he's going to feel great. Uh, I'm currently on 300 milligrams a week. My trough numbers are like in the six fifty seven hundred range, so you know that that kind of tells you that I metabolize it differently, and and
0: yeah, this was a trough. This this was a trough for me at yeah. seven seven thirty.
1: So so, you know, and you're on half the dose that I am. So my point is that I just felt like somebody that lived, breathed, and slept, slept testosterone would be better suited for me. And Ken is the kind of guy that. He doesn't let that stuff go. He studies your, you know, he studies my chart and he thinks about things and he thinks outside the box and he thinks, well, let's run these labs and let's try these progressive medications and let's see what, you know, here's some DHEA cream and let's get you going and it it's faster. With Rachel uh, and any brick and mortar doctor that I've experienced, it's a really slow well, you know, you don't, I'm checking these boxes and you just don't fit the mold. So it's harder to get them to go outside of that box. And with, so
0: yeah, so you, you kind of, yeah, you kind of dove into where I was wanting to go and see, mm-hmm. check in with, get a check in with you as far as what is working for you. Is it working for you? Yeah. Uh, are you, are you, are you feeling good? So how often are you meeting with Kenny? uh, how often are you getting labs on So you're on 300 a week, 300
1: a week. We're doing labs. How like, are you
0: splitting that up?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm doing three, three injections a week, 300 oh, right, is a right. mil and a half. So point 5, right. 5, 5, five, Um, right. I'm feeling good physically. Um, I've, I've got some adjustments that I think I need to my CPAP. So I'm, I'm pretty tired some of the time. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm still, still dialing in basically, we're hesitant to do anything because I've got I've got acne going on, and so I'm working with a dermatologist to control that because I'm you know almost forty and I don't want to walk around with horrendous acne uh, at the expense of, of feeling good. So we're trying to get both taken care of. He's he's you know we're trying a bunch of different things, but overall I feel better than I have in a long time, and um, I definitely attribute that to to Ken and the the dedication, the time that he spends. It's almost like he never forgets, you know, um, to think about it and he'll come up with different things and Hey, let's, let's try this and let's try that. And our consults are like an hour long. Um, I just spoke to him last night about some treatment stuff and it wasn't even an official consult. I don't, I don't know that he just does that for, for everybody. You know, we, (laughs) we work together and I know a lot about him and his practice, but yeah, he's just, he's always available. And it's just really convenient to have him there to bounce ideas off of.
0: And they can how still, often? They can so how get. often? Oh, you just is it? How often is it? Outside of just that random one last night or, or whatever it was? Um,
1: probably probably close to what you're talking about. Every six weeks or so, we do okay. blood work every four to six weeks, and that's not typical. That's because I'm a little bit high maintenance. Uh, okay. but you are too, honestly. You know me. Yeah, me, yeah. Like there's, no, I I don't doubt it. Yeah. So, um six weeks and appointments after blood work. So appointments about every six weeks and it's just like, okay, I'm not just looking at your total and free. I'm looking at 50 different numbers and we're going down this rabbit hole this time. And next time we're going to go down that one. And I don't want to try this until we've done this. And if you do this, it's going to cause this. So let's back off of that. And I mean, it's just, he's brilliant when it comes to dialing people in.
0: Yeah. That sounds like, sounds like something I need to do. So um. Uh, also interested in what other like TRT adjacent, you know, medications that you're, or um, other things that you're on. You mentioned some DHEA cream. I know in the yeah. past you've done what's uh, peptides and stuff. Yeah. Anything so else right
1: now? Or, I'm I'm not currently taking anything because I wanted to treat it like a like a what's it um, when you rule out your diet dietary restrictions. You know.
0: Elimination.
1: Yes. Trying to do elimination diet with, uh, with the medication and just get gotten back to basics. So the first, the first priority was, Hey Ken, you know, I've been on testosterone for six or seven years now, and I've never seen a trough above 600. What can we do about that? So that was the first focus. Like, let's see how big a dose we can give you. And, and honestly, we might go higher, but how big of a dose we can give you, um, without you experiencing crazy side effects and yeah. with that.
0: Where does he want, where, where does he feel like he wants your trough or is there, when I, I guess, is, it, is there a standard generic sort of thing or is it individualized?
1: Individualized. Whenever I, okay. whenever I say, Hey, can I feel amazing? Um, uh, you know, and I don't, I'm, I'm more hesitant to continue to increase the dosing because I don't want to experience the side effects. But, um, at this point, you know, I think that's where we're headed. We're going to just see what happens and, and, I can deal with a little bit of acne because that's really the only one, um, acne and then uh, hematocrit, elevated hematocrit, but um, donate blood. And I uh, got some, uh, some kind of foam shit from the dermatologist for the acne that seems to be working pretty well, so sky's the <laughs> limit. <laughs> you know one of no, those it's dermatologists, here's a, a can of foam that costs like a million dollars and it lasts a month, that kind of deal. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we'll see what happens.
0: Are you on ACG or no?
1: Nope, no ACG no. right now because uh just getting to basics. I've got the DHEA cream, I've got all the peptides and stuff, but I'm not taking them currently because we're just focusing on one thing at a time and then we want to add stuff in after we solve one problem. That's awesome. Yeah, but he's got he's got a toolbox of, you know, a yeah. thousand things he can try whereas most doctors out there don't they they're they're the testosterone the anastrozole and maybe the hcg or Kispeptin doctors but that's really all they've got in their tool belt and ken does this all day every day sean does this all day every day they've got a new guy i can't remember his name all day every day so yeah they're really great they're connected they've got resources mm-hmm. to dial you in pharmacies that still have hcg
0: that's amazing Cool. I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate the update. Uh, that's, that's really all I, I wanted to get from you. Cause I, I, I am heavily, I, I talk about it way too often and don't do anything about it, but need to jump ship. And especially with the, uh, the other issue going on with the, with their office currently, I, I think yeah. I'm ready to hit the eject button altogether. So, and I'll have to find, I'll have to find other treatment, other care for my uh, other issues. And, but, but, maybe I don't need it. Maybe, maybe if, if Kenny and and the and team can get me dialed in on this stuff, yeah. I, maybe those, a lot of those other problems go away. You got to at least wait and, until
1: you get your sleep study results though, until you jump. That, I mean, switch to Kenny now, but wait, wait to leave the practice
0: until. That's true. Cause I could, you know, I, I, I guess if, if there is need for CPAP or whatever it might be, uh, whatever the options are there, then, of course i'd like to get when you've already done I'd it. Get, like, like you don't want to do it again yeah yeah no yeah i don't i definitely yeah, i definitely don't want to do it again <laughs> and i'd like to get the answers there because that's important that's that's really really important so yep all right
1: thank you for listening to the trt community podcast you can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash
0: trt community